You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, folks. This is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, FromTheShadowsPodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network, and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer. That's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said, let's get this episode started. So, uh, so Howard, I got, um, I got an interesting family story to kind of tell about, you know, something that happened this weekend. And, uh, it really goes. My stepdad, Dave Jury, once told me, and I and I was much younger then, and I didn't realize this, but he said, 
if anybody's going to screw you, it's going to be family. And at, the, and at the time, I'm like, oh, no, come on. But now as I've gotten older and see what money and, and stuff does to families, I, I, I see that's, uh, that's pretty true. I mean, I see that's pretty true. Well, I mean, like, so what do you mean? I mean, you, you loan them money, you borrow money, or what, well, what, 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 what's well, this all about? Well, well, well I got, so, so we've got a situation going on in, in, in Christy's side of the family where it's, uh, you know, her mom and, and, uh, and uh, her deceased brother's estate are kind of still trying to settle their parents' estate. So Christy's grandparents' estate. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. And I'm it's it's been a long time coming, but but you know and that there's no need to go into details. But needless to they say, have any money? They have anything worth fighting over? That's what I want to know. They got there's land. There's land. What else? Fighting over. There's land. That's yeah, what else? <laughs> there's a, there's nothing. There's nothing else. Really no, I worth. mean, what do they think they're fighting over? Junk. Yeah. Can I be honest? Household, I mean, household can, junk. Household junk. Okay. And what else? I mean, I think you mentioned earlier it was how many. You think there's some guns too? They're fighting over. Yeah, I, I see. I don't think they're fighting over that stuff. I just think there's, um, you know, how that stuff came into being divvied up that, or whatever. Yeah, just you know, okay, so it's, tell it's, me the story. It, tell me what happened. It's, yeah, it's dumb stuff. So, so the other parties, um, Christie's cousins had a auction yesterday, and, and they're auctioning grandma's stuff off. Well, they're auctioning their dad's stuff off, okay? They're trying to close their dad's estate, apparently, okay? okay. So, so there were some things listed in the auction description that may not have been their dad's. It may have been stuff that were coming from the estate that is still trying to be closed. And Well, um, you mean, hold on a second now. You're convoluting me, so I know the, the listeners okay. are convoluting. Okay. So when you said they're settling their... Dad's they're settling their, and their some dad. of the stuff, but some of the stuff came from their his mom and dad's estate. Yeah, his mom and dad's estate. So yeah. they've commingled. Yes. Yes. The, the, my, grandpa and grandpa have commingled with their adult children, and now the adult grandchildren are trying to parcel this stuff up. Yeah, and I don't look, and I'm not here to judge whether it's on purpose, it's on accident, you know, whatever. Okay. Right. But needless to say. Christy's mom wanted to go over and she thought there might be a couple things that she wanted. She wanted that probably shouldn't have been in the auction because they were still should have been in the original estate. Okay. Now, yeah, I because, went, so grandma and grandpa, her mom and dad's, it, it was part of her mom and dad's stuff that she should have gotten. Should have, should have gotten, or at least had a chance to get. Okay. Now, is that because, hold on a second. Is that because the, 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 Dad, the girl's dad never moved off the farm. Is that why? It's because the 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 girl's dad and 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 uh, Christy's mom could never bring themselves to close that estate out many many years ago. It just kind of because sat it was there. too painful for them. I guess. I guess that's or one they more. Couldn't way. decide on what's what. Couldn't just probably. I'm guessing they couldn't decide on what's what. So right. so now it's to the point where it has to be decided. You know, whatever legally. So, so anyway, I want to go over to the auction because I see there's baseball and football cards. You know, I'm a, I'm a baseball and football card collector, and I see there's some records in there, and I'm like, ah, I'd like to go over and check this stuff out. So we go over. I'll go over. 
and I see that the baseball and football cards are not anything I'd, I'd want to bet on. And the records, eh, some cool 45s, but I got other stuff to do on Saturday morning. Okay. So we leave, but Christy's mom just stays because, like I said, there's a couple things that she would, she thinks were her parents and she would like to retain. Okay. So she's going to bid on them. Okay. Well, these, these sisters, or at least one of them, decides they're so petty, mad, whatever. They're, they're going to get somebody, to, they're, they're going to make sure she doesn't get anything. And gets one of their friends to bid against her. So they're, they're, they got a third party to bid against their aunt. Yes, to bid against Just because they don't want their aunt to have this stuff that they think is theirs? Yes, apparently. Okay. But that they're gotten an auction trying to get rid of. And (laughs) and so after the first couple lots, this happens. She's, she's dumbfounded. She's like, they're, they're, they're trying to get rid of this stuff. It's stuff that I remember my parents have, and I'd like to keep in the family and they're bidding against me. And so I just said, you know what? Why don't you bid on the next five, six lots then, whether you whether it's junk or not, and just and just make you know let that person get stuck with it. Make well, it apparently, apparently that's that's what she did. I don't know how many lots she did, but it was more than a couple. It wouldn't have been as many as I would have done. I would have done the next thirty just to prove a point and say, you know, if you're going to be, this is why we're in the position we're in because everybody's lost their minds. Okay. And uh, this all should have been settled months, probably years ago. But uh, everybody loses their minds over junk. Okay, let's the slack for a bit. And um, and so so they they hauled all this stuff over to a fairgrounds to to be sold, and then I guess had got stuck with it to bring it back home. And it was so bad that the auctioneer followed uh, Christie's mom and the co- the other cousin she was with and said, do you realize that was family bidding against you? And they go, oh yeah. And he goes, I've never seen that before in my life. He goes, that's the strangest, craziest thing I've ever seen. Well, now you ain't seen nothing. <laughs> so I, I just am scratching my head because I, I don't know why people lose their minds over stuff that really in the grand scheme of things, it really, it's not war. It's just, it's kind of, I hate to say somebody's lifelong collection of stuff is junk, but some of the stuff is junk. Okay. And, uh, so it's just, it's just, it's just nuts, but it doesn't solve anything. It just makes people, you know, look kind of dumb, I think. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, I, I can't say that I know of my family ever getting into it like that. Cause we're, God fearing Christian folks. So are so, these people. So are these people. So, so it's, just, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. So <laughs> all that's to say is this. I, I, I've already started planning for my demise. And I think it's rubbing off because my old man, me and my old man's had some talks. And anyway, so I've already started divvying up which kids of mine get all my stuff. So, cause when I'm 70, 
I'm going to have it all dispersed. And whenever I live between 70 plus, I'm just going to travel the world like a Bedouin with uh, maybe a couple of pistols and a shotgun or something. And, I can't and, wait. I can't. And live in I can't my wait car. to go. Yeah. And I live can't in wait to car. go on a trip. I can't yeah, wait to go on live in my trips. car. And I'm just going to I'm just going <laughs> to drive around till I die or. I won't have any money because I've given it all away. But you know what I mean. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. just I'll just be a, a modern day Bedouin because I'm not gonna be that person. Now I knew a dude, and I don't know. I'm hoping I have enough time to tell this story. There was a guy that was a friend of a friend of mine when I first met him, and I ended up working with him. Okay, and he had been in in he had a degree of uh, in all things. Uh, like hard rock mining or he had a mining degree, which is kind of an odd thing from the university of Missouri Rolla, which is a pretty prestigious school. He got it back in the sixties when you really had to go to, I mean, a degree meant a lot more when you had to write them papers in longhand, you know? Oh yeah. Amen. And he was in mid-level or to senior management at, at Ma Bell when AT&T and them all merged in the eighties. And he had, he had been a saver and an investor his whole life because his mother had been a saver and investor his whole life. And it always helps when your first wife is a CPA. Oh, yeah. So, but him and his wife had divorced. He had taken, when, when, when AT&T Ma Bell split up or whatever, he had taken a payout. So he was in his mid-50s, retired with some money, single guy. And, and back in them days, he was friends with the sheriff. So he ended up being on the, uh, you know, he was always a sheriff's volunteer. So then he started working and he just worked usually the weekend shift. So the sheriff's office I worked at that time, the way the sheriff ran it is he had a lot of retirees and stuff working on the weekends. He had 12 hour, two 12 hour shifts, seven to seven in, in different configurations and just had these retirees work those shifts. That way, the normal deputies or dispatchers or clerical people got the always got the weekends off, or at least you got every other weekend off. Does that make sense? Yep. yep. So, so anyway, and me and this guy ended up being really good friends in the end. And he he had a boy, and he had a girl, and his girl was my age, and I knew his girl from high school, but I, she wasn't. I, we weren't close or anything because she was a cool kid. I mean, her mom was a CPA, and her dad was had some money. And I mean, she's the kind of kid who grew up with a tennis court in the backyard. So it wasn't like I had a mud pit in mine and a four, you know, <laughs> three wheeler, you know, a friend's three wheeler. Cause I didn't even have my own three wheeler. But anyway, needless to say, 10 years later or so, I'm with this Lieutenant buddy of mine, cop who, uh, was good friends. They were Masons and I hate to bring Masons into this, but they were big Mason buddies. You know, I'm talking about the Masonic Lodge. Oh yeah. Yep. So my Lieutenant buddy's phone rang one day. It's the boy. And he says, Hey, uh, I'm over at dad's and I think he's dead. I'm about to call nine one one. Would you come over here? So me and my buddy went over there and sure enough, his dad had had a heart attack. By this time his dad's in his late sixties was a big smoker his whole life. I mean, since he was like 14 or 15, right? So he had some health problems there in the end. But when his his daughter, his the dead guy's mom had given 
both his son and his daughter about 150,000 bucks. And this is in the late 80s, early 90s to go to college. Okay. That was a lot of money. It was a ton of money in those days. So the boy went to um, Iowa and took six years to graduate. And then his little sister, who's my age, went. To, she didn't want to go to school at first. She wanted to do something different. And and they basically said, you've got to go to school or you don't get the money. And she was one of these girls. You remember, they, now they call it a gap year where these kids take oh, off. Yeah, just, yeah. You, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. The only yeah, person oh, yeah. in my family that ever had a gap year, my old man did a gap year in Vietnam uh, in 68. He's the only person in my family got a gap year. So that's kind of odd to me. But when she didn't go to college, dad and grandma didn't give her the money. She retained an attorney and sued him for her college money. Sued him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sued him for her college money. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and by this time, he had gotten divorced from her mom and they were at odds. You know what I mean? So, so what he ended up doing is settling out. He gave her the hundred and fifty thousand and basically said, "I'm done with you," you know. Oh yeah, okay. So here he is, dead in this house. Me and my buddy is there with the son, and uh, what he ended up doing was basically transferring all his wealth to his son. Then, right? Yeah. And uh, and he was a big gun collector. He was. He had uh, an entire uh, lifetime of cool stuff. That's about the best way I can explain it. Cool stuff. Now, you're not a gun guy, and most gun no. guys, but like one of the things, so me and my lieutenant buddy went over there, met the son. The next day, that night when the ambulance took him away, the son said, Help me go through this house because dad had, I'm going to take the guns home. Uh, you know, because, you know, the, the neighbors, he don't know, you know, people find out he's dead or whatever, they'll come over here. And he had 10 or 12 Colt pistols that are worth a lot, a lot of money now. Had about fifteen or $16,000 cash in his house in various coffee cans in the freezer and, you know, oh, Rolex geez. Submariner. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Rolex <laughs> Submariner watch. Do what? Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. Just Rolex Submariner watch. I mean, some real high end stuff. So I went over and he, he asked me, meet me back over here tomorrow and help me move some of stuff. So I met him, us two, me and Lieutenant met him over there. And, and he basically took the few items. He really didn't want a whole lot. And he called his sister and said, Hey, dad's dead. Um, and he, he gave her the house. So he said, I've got to go over there and get everything I can get out of the sister's coming. She's, she lived out of town. She's coming in town tomorrow and her and her husband are already trying to figure out what they're going to do. Get out of this house. They're going to list this house next week. So I bought three lever action rifles and a whole bunch of reloading stuff from the sun. We put them in my truck and left. And then I went back over there. When the daughter was there the next day, the third day or the fourth day, and said, hey, are you guys going to have a sale? What are you going to do? So one of the things I got is this, this big uh, uh, tabletop 
edition of a of a cult collectible book. He had a sand cast Babbitt, which means absolutely nothing to you. But when they build a leather holster in the old days, they have to put what's called a Babbitt in it. So they'd put a Babbitt in it and sew around it so it'd be the right shape. He had two okay. sand cast Babbitts. She was thrown away when I walked up to the door. One was a 1911 and the other one was a single action army because those were the most common holsters from, you know, 1870 or pistols from 1876 to the 50s, you know. So I tried to, to, and she didn't really remember me from high school. And we had had some, we had had some interaction in school, but I, she either didn't remember me or maybe she did remember me. And that's why she was acting like that. But anyhow, <laughs> I was, I was basically telling her, Hey, there's a lot of this stuff that looks like junk to you is collectible stuff. Maybe, you, you know, what are you going to do with it? And she said, well, we've already got that. We're going to have the house listed, blah, 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 blah. And then, and they brought a big old 16 yard roll off dumpster and started throwing this guy's lifetime of stuff away in this freaking dumpster. So she could very conservative house. So she could, so she could list this 75, $80,000 at the time house. And I had a friend of mine, another friend of ours, another retired cop, but he had went to work for the code enforcement of the city. And he went over there every afternoon and took, uh, uh, as much as he could take out of the dumpster and, and, and collectible stuff, you know? Uh, so she threw away probably more in collectible stuff than the house was worth. Yes. Just because to her, it wasn't worth anything. You, you know what I mean? A yeah. lot of his, 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 um, his, his kind of stuff gun stuff and most of it was gun related or firearms related most of it was either firearms related navy related because he was a navy veteran you know he had he had uh this is the best part he had this little rinky dink safe he was known to he was known to buy gold and stuff uh he he had gotten back in the market back in before square trade and all this other stuff you would have to, he would have to go down to the trading desk and buy shares or sell shares with a real trader. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and on the phone to New York to do all this stuff. So, my lieutenant buddy was was telling me that, and me and him ended up talking about later, that in the crash of 86, I think is the, was the first, was that Black Friday or Black Monday on in 86 or whatever? Up until oh, that man. point, Maybe. he had bragged he had he had that he had made more that year in stocks than he had ever made than he had made like the past 25 years working combined. You know what I mean? Oh God. Okay. Let me tell you, he was bragging to me one time. This is probably 1997 or eight that he had, had never had a loan on a car in his life. Boys paid cash. Yep. And, and, and the reason why he was telling the story is he was mad because he was trying to date this old gal that had worked on dispatch with us that was divorced two or three times over, you know, that I could see was going to be a problem. And he wanted to buy something a little nicer. He, and he was going to buy a Nissan Pathfinder, and he didn't want – he couldn't walk in there with some of the cash he had hoarded. And he didn't want to borrow money on a car because he had gotten to be 60 some years old and never had a loan on his car. Okay. It's, so it's a matter of principle. It's <laughs> a matter of principle. So he had went down to, to the local bank uh, 
that most of his bankers were old and, and retired by the time. So he walked into to for you know first basically first loan officer he'd talked to in 25 years or whatever. And he wanted to get a loan on instead of using a title to this Nissan, he wanted to, to give them ten thousand shares of Walmart stock. Oh God! Okay. Which was twice what the car was worth, right? Yeah. And he said the kid couldn't figure out. Said no, they didn't do. You know, kind of basically jacked him around a little bit, like he was a crazy old man, and said no, we're not going to be able to do anything like that. And then, so Joe, that's this guy's name. You know what he ended up doing was taking part of his cash from his house, and and he ended up buying the thing anyway without borrowing the money. But you know he walked in, they did a CTR on him or whatever because he you know deposited twelve or fifteen thousand in cash and then wrote a check for the rest or whatever. Um, and then the banker guy had caught that when I went over and seen him that day. The banker guy had called him and said it was trying to process what he wanted and he apologized because he never had never realized. First of all, never had a customer try to borrow money on stock like that, and second of all, didn't realize just how much Walmart was trading. It, you know what I mean? Just how stupid he was as a banker. But don't give me on bankers; they're usually uh, idiots. Um, <laughs> anyhow, which reminds me, I got, I got a good loan story. But go ahead. So anyhow, <laughs> to finish up. So she had taken a big 16-yard number and threw everything away. Most of it, I think, probably out of spite, too. And yeah, then a yeah. little while later, I told my lieutenant buddy, I said, man, I can't believe he just gave her that house and everything in it and, and, and walked away. And, and, of course, my buddy said, you know, and, and, and the old man had had 40 acres that they had hunted on that, that the boy had hunted on. And then when his mom and dad got divorced, his dad ended up selling it to a guy to pay his, you know how divorces are, you know what I mean? So my, the boy went down there and to the guy that bought it and said, Hey, would you sell it to me? And, and offered him, I think four times what he had paid for it 15 years earlier. And the guy said, no, and come up with some bigger price. And he ended up buying a little, a bigger place right down the road. And, and when me and my lieutenant buddy was talking about it, my lieutenant buddy said, well, first of all, that's because he was a signer on all his accounts down at Central. That's the big bank in Jefferson City. So as soon as dad died, he went down there and he was, you know what I mean? He was able to access all that money guilt-free because his dad just put him on a signer. So now you're not even waiting for probate or anything else. It's just as much mine as it is dad's. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, first of all, he let the <laughs> sister have that house and everything in it just because he didn't want her asking no questions. Because by this time, Grandma had died, and it filtered to Dad. Now, Dad put him on it, so it's filtered to him. You know, it's all siloed down to one winner, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So, he actually was trying to buy his dad's farm back and was going to use his, his dad's 40 acres, buy his dad's money, use his dad, dead dad's money to buy it. You know what I mean? And... Uh, <laughs> So, and the sister, and the sister and just the wanted sister to throw everything away. From a young age, ended up screwing herself out of three fortunes. So uh, that's you know you well, never know, right? So I have some, a feeling that 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 you know the aforementioned cousins one of these days that or maybe they won't they won't ever look back because because the problem is when you really lose a lot of times you don't even know right you don't even know. Bingo, bingo. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, 
never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.